I should just start writing that the random encounter down. Hold on, because I made that up on the spot. I did, but it was good. I liked it. I liked that we kept using Thank it. You. Yeah. All right, we can edit this out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I see. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say trainers. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Trainers. That way, anybody who is non-binary or anything like that can. Oh heck yeah, we're an inclusive feel. podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. Be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. I dig it. There's a squirrel chilling in my yard. <laughs> Can you hear the vacuum in the background? No. Yeah, oh, I don't hear anything. Good. Because you're actually, I'm actually doing the, I do Discord through my actual mic, which is hilarious that last week I could somehow record through my mic on Discord, but forgot to do the same on the recording software. I guess that's just, I guess that's just what a bachelor's degree in telecommunications gets for you. (laughs) At least you're using your degree. (laughs) Welcome to Boss Rush, the fledgling podcast that takes off a week if it's somebody's birthday. I'm Jake, and I'm still embarrassed from last week's segment. And I'm Wyatt, and I floss every night. (laughs) What? I I floss every night. You mean like the, you mean like not the dance, right? Oh no, I definitely mean the dance. Oh, okay. So do you do both or is it just like? (laughs) No, I I meant the string that goes in between your teeth, but I, I just wanted to roll with that. (laughs) Um, for anybody who doesn't know how to floss, what I would highly recommend is doing what I learned to do, which is going into an elevator and as the beats go up. Um, doing each part of the dance to the beeping of the elevator. I'm going to need to see a video of that. That sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah. We have a YouTube page now. Maybe we'll put it up on YouTube. Let's do it. That can be our first video. Jake <laughs> flossing in the elevator to the beeping of the buttons. <laughs> Why? it was your birthday. How was your, how was your birthday recently? My birthday was excellent. It was uh, on Labor Day, so the whole world took the day off for my birthday. Well, not the whole world, but the whole country took the day off for my birthday, and uh, some people lit off some fireworks to celebrate me, yeah. so I felt very everybody special. Who, everybody who could took the day off to honor Wyatt. Yeah, so thanks, everybody. I really appreciate that. It was a great birthday. Yeah, man, you're so welcome. We all love you. Aw, oddly wholesome. Thank you. Um, I still have your birthday presents, which is, I'm just going to, I'm going to spoil it now for you. Cause they're not a big deal. I just got you some fun beer. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. I just, I know that, um, I actually asked your wife what secretly what you would want. And she's like, just get him some fun beer. And I was like, all right. So I got you That's some stuff great. that I've been really enjoying. So hopefully they will be new fun experiences for you. Yes. I'm so glad she said that. She knows me so well. Oh yeah. Wyatt, do you know what I've been getting into lately? What have you been getting into lately? So Morgan and I, um, as like fall starts, we like to start like watching shows while we eat dinner. Nice. And why I have fallen in love with the Gilmore Girls. <gasps> Dude, I actually really love that show too. <laughs> why they had me in the first five minutes. Like by Their the banter. time that, oh my god, by the time that the intro goes on and it's all like sepia colored in early two thousands, you're like, I'm in. That this is yes. it. The and nostalgia like, and like the humor and like just yeah. the, like it's addicting. And we just got we watched an episode where um we got past because we're only like five episodes in, but like episode three is the one where like Rory 
goes and hangs out with her grandpa and then her mom gets jealous and they instead of acting like a mom and daughter are like sisters for a second i was like oh this is a cool dynamic because she had her as a teenager yeah like like the young mom and like the adult kid it's yeah it works really well oh my god they got me so quick like yeah i looked at morgan i was like hey if this isn't good we'll just turn it off after the first episode and like literally the first the cold open for the first episode is in a coffee shop and they had me in the first like eight lines. That's impressive because I feel like you are oh um, somebody who knows a lot about cinematography and about like film, and it's it's not easy to like hook you in those kind of things. So that should really tell you how good the show is. It just like she comes in, she's like, "Hey, I love coffee." Like Lorelai comes in, the mom, and she's like, yeah. "I love coffee." Blah blah blah. And she's trying to, like, get the owner of the restaurant to give her another cup of coffee. But the owner of the restaurant is like, dude, this is so bad for your health, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's a great dynamic. And then that is good. she get she gets, like, hit on by a college kid. And then the college kid realizes that she's got a 16-year-old daughter and then awkwardly <laughs> yeah. leaves. And, like, yeah. it's just so good. Lauren Graham plays the perfect young mom. Like, I think she – have you seen Parenthood? She does the same role kind of in Parenthood. She's a younger mom. That. Oh, yeah, it's the same same lady, Lauren Graham, and she's just really good at that role. Like, that is her shtick, you know? God, I love her. She's, like, independent and spunky and sarcastic and funny, and uh, I don't remember who plays Rory, but she does a great job with that character, too. Like, if you and haven't seen cute. Gilmore Girls... Oh, yeah. If you have not <laughs> seen Gilmore Girls, go see Gilmore Girls. Could, yes. like, at least watch the first episode. Boss Rush recommendation of the day, Gilmore Girls. There's like a young, what is it, Jer- what's his name, Jared Padelki or whatever, the guy from Supernatural. Oh, okay. I didn't know that he was in that. Yeah, he's got like a little bowl cut haircut. He's like a love interest, it looks like. Yes. He's only in the first episode so far, but I'm only five in. I'll just give you updates as I go. Yes, please do. I actually feel like I've only seen the later episodes because that was when I started watching it with Laura and got hooked. So mm-hmm. I don't really know what happens in the beginning, so... You know, we both have different, uh, different perspectives, different Gilmore, different GG perspectives, (laughs) GG. We got different GGPs as we say in the Gilmore girl community. (laughs) Just don't talk to the gaming community because they have a different definition. (laughs) I I have a different type of segment prepared today. I'm not sure if we're ready for the segments yet, but I I just, no, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it because I took some inspiration from you. In your segments, in mine. So today we're mixing it up a little. We're going to play a game called the Wyatt Quiz. I'm so excited. I'm glad. I was hoping you would be. So the Wyatt Quiz is, uh, I guess, a test about random things that I have knowledge on that you may or may not have knowledge on. So I'm going to test and see how well you know my brain, I guess. Okay. Okay. Hit me. All right. So there's three questions. So it's, it's kind of short, but question one. Not really a question, more of a test. Test number one is I'm going to hum the background music from one town or route in one Pokemon game. And you get one point if you can tell me what region it's from, like Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, etc. And then okay. you get a bonus point if you can name the specific route or town. Um, okay, let's do this. Okay, okay. Now I'm putting myself on the spot because you sang last time, so I'm going to hum this time, so... Bear with me here. It might be bad. Okay. (laughs) 
Why, that's Petalburg from the Hohen region. You're so close. It's Little no, Root Town. No, not Petalburg. Yeah. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have told it. you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that was your final answer. Because that's like... You got the region. It's, um, yeah, because it's not the... I was thinking it was the one where you meet your dad, but that's... It's your it's your hometown. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's um the sim- the music might be similar because I don't actually know what um Petalberg music is. Maybe I'll have to listen to it afterwards, and maybe they reuse the same song. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But the funny part about that is why I I never play with the sound on really? when I play like my DS or anything like that. Never. Just wow. I'm always listening to something else, like a like music or a podcast or something. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, that's probably better. Like, I always like to listen to the music because I feel like I'm fully playing the game. Whereas if I have the sound off, it's like I'm missing a small aspect of the game. So I feel like I'm not actually appreciating it. So I always have the sound on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that one just, that song is like, it's so peaceful and it's like, I don't know. I just love it. You're just like, you got a point. That song makes me feel like it was fine that I was in the back of a moving van for so long. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, okay. Well, if this is what I get to leave the van and listen to, I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we'll give you one out of the possible two points there. So that was good. Um, Sweet. All right. So question two. Uh, this one is multiple choice. Um, which one of these is not the name of a chess opening? So we have the King's Indian Defense. Okay. The Scottish game and the Queen's Gambit. So which one is not the name of a chess opening? And I can read them again if you'd like. Uh, so just to be clear, it's the Queen's Gambit, yes. the Scottish defense. Uh, the Scottish game. And then the King, Scottish game. And then what was the first the one? The King's Indian defense. The King's Indian defense. Mm-hmm. Wyatt, I think... I'm going to go with the Queen's Gambit. Ah, is that your final answer? Yes, that is my final answer. Okay, so that one was actually to try to trick you. The Queen's Gambit is actually a chess opening. Um, yeah, it. I thought it might like confuse you because there was a whole Netflix um, thing about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, the Queen's Gambit can't be the opening. It's got to be like a closer thing or like. No, yeah, the Queen. Because you don't just. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? It. it because I was going to say, in my head, you don't just, like, sacrifice the queen immediately. Ah, but it's actually, you don't sacrifice the queen. You sacrifice a um, a pawn on the queen's side. So that's why it's called the queen's gambit. So, oh, yeah, I it see. starts with, like, you, you and your opponent both play your queen's pawns to the center. And then you push the pawn right next to it, also into the center, sacrificing it in hopes of winning it back later and having a better position. So the queen's gambit actually is a chess opening. The Scottish game is the one I made up. Um, there's something called a Scotch game, but there's no Scottish game. Oh. So, yeah, kind of a trick one there. <laughs> and what's the King's Indian defense? The King's Indian is, um, oh, geez, I don't play it that often. I just kind of learned about it recently. But it's a it's an opening for black, um, and it's a good way to counter um, the King's Pawn opening from white. So white plays the King's Pawn, and then you move a pawn up only one square as opposed to two and you jump your knight out on the king's side, and that's why it's called the king's Indian defense. I don't know why Indian. I guess Indians and knights have something in common. I have no idea, but... <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, so there it is. It's more of a passive um, kind of defense. You can play it against basically anything. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, chess has been around for a long time. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to guess 
I would assume Indian means literal, like, people from India. I would think so, too, because you're right. Chess is a very old game. So, yeah, maybe somebody, I don't know, maybe somebody in India played it or maybe, something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, it was, like, a famous military tactic used by um, Indian paratroopers or something. That would be really cool. I love that. That would actually be, that would actually be a cool segment to see, like, the history of chess move names i might have to report on that in a couple weeks that would be super cool all right okay so i'm only i'm only one out of what three points yeah. so far so. so if you get this next point we'll consider it a pass we'll say 50 percent is a pass even though it's you know right on the border so final question even though i, I t in america i'd have an F. yeah exactly but you know this is the wyatt tests or the wyatt quiz so i feel like i can be a little bit more lenient <laughs> okay final all right, question I'm ready. Where did I have my first kiss? And it's multiple choice. At school, in my parents' backyard, or at the zoo? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you about this. I mean... I'm trying to remember. Can you tell me who the first kiss was with? Because that would help me a lot. That's true. Okay. The first kiss was with um, Emily. And I, I dated two Emilys. This was with the first okay. Emily. Okay. <laughs> um, first Emily. First Emily. Uh, crap. Let me think. How old were we? What were we really doing? Did you actually take her to the zoo ever? Um, I think... Uh, the zoo... I think... I want to say the zoo... But I don't think that's right. I think it must have been at school, most likely in your car. Okay. Oh wait, with first Emily, were you even were we even driving yet? Um, no, I'm still gonna say at school. At school. I'm sorry, that is that school. is incorrect. <laughs> you actually had it with the zoo. <laughs> Dang it! Oh man, I thought zoo. It has to be the right. zoo, but zoo is just gonna throw me off again. <laughs> I should have just done the S. I just I should have done the ACT thing or the SAT thing where they say always go with your first answer. That is actually really good advice. It's like your brain kind of subconsciously knows, and then your other side of your brain is like, no, that's not right. <laughs> but yeah, it was at the zoo. It was at um, uh, have you heard of the the zoo boo or the boo zoo or whatever? It's like the Halloween thing at the zoo. Oh, I I didn't know that they did a thing there. Oh yeah, so they do at the uh, the Binder Park one, but um, you can go and. It's either on Halloween or around Halloween and you can wear costumes and half of the zoo is open so you can see some of the exhibits and there's like fun things to do. So anyway, we dressed up as like mm -hmm. um, little comic book people like she did the thing where she puts little dots all over her face to look like an old school comic book. And uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. So we went and we were by the wolf exhibit and that was where I had my first kiss. I was 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were 18. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I went my whole childhood without having an official first kiss. That's pretty rad, actually. Oh, thanks. I thought you were going to say, like, that's kind of sad, but thank you. No, I think, like, you might as well, if you're going to have your first kiss, make it memorable, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You should have, like, a cute story. Yes. I. You know what? I appreciate you reaffirming me. Thank you, man. You're very welcome. Uh, well, that is all we have today for the Wyatt Quiz. Jake, you scored one out of four points, uh, which I unfortunately have to say you failed. Oh, man. I'm, but I did give you some difficult questions. Yeah, I'm a bad friend. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, how would you know the chess openings? And <laughs> <laughs> That was a good quiz, man. I'm excited for the next Thank one. Thank you. I'm excited, too. You ready for the random encounter? Random encounter. Random encounter. Random encounter. Yes. Trainers, I see that grass is rustling, and it's time for our random encounter.
Um, I've got the Pokemon Random Generator up, and our encounter for this week is going to be Cosmog. Ooh, that's an interesting one, because that's kind of a legendary, but kind of not. Is that the one that um, they called Nebby in the, in uh, was it Sun and Moon? I think okay. so. All right. After, yeah, I love it. Um, for those of you joining us for the first time, our Random Encounter segment is... Uh, the segment where we pull up a random Pokemon to see if we could beat it in a fight. We each have our own unique typing and ability. I'm a steel type and Wyatt is a psychic type. And my ability is sturdy. And Wyatt will tell us as uh, we start looking up Cosmog exactly what his ability is going to be. So we are facing Cosmog, the Nebula Pokemon. It is a psychic type and it evolves into... Uh, Cosmoam starting at level 43 which then evolves into the legendary of the Sun and Moon games Solgaleo or Lunala starting at level 53 which is wild that I think it's like the first ever legendary that evolves into it I was just thinking that yeah there's no other legendaries that really um, evolve especially not the main title you know legendaries I mean there's um, like uh, Manaphy I guess has a pre-evolution but that's not like a main you know main character or main pokemon of a game so this is yeah definitely that's different. not like a yeah yeah that's cool. cool why do you want to describe what this thing looks like to everybody i would love to so this thing is actually kind of adorable it's like a little cloud with what i can only describe as cloud pigtails mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it has two little cloud pigtails oh my gosh and it has an adorable face that looks like it is frightened yeah and uh two little moons around oh it. yes it does Yeah, right you see that <laughs> It's like the surprise it's, Pikachu face. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm sorry. It's, it's got a really cool, like, kind of outer space, like, outer space cloudy vibe. Yeah, it does. I like that. And it is, um, I'm sorry, I, I kind of stopped my description short. It's a psychic type. Um, so I would be kind of even with it because we're both not very effective on each other. And um, you, as a steel yeah. type, would be pretty neutral. Oh, and look at this. Pretty it neutral. is. Um, um, why, what's his height and weight? It is zero feet. Eight inches tall. <laughs> it's eight inches tall. That's wild. So it's like uh, eight inches. <laughs> it's a bug. Yeah. Like we were used to fighting toddlers. Now we're fighting like a praying mantis or something. <laughs> we're fighting a sm- like a small rodent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. And its weight is 0.2 pounds. So this thing is basically just a dust wow. speck <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. I I like our odds here. I think. I think. I think we can take this thing so oh, far. Oh, definitely. Um, want to go down cheap. real fast? Yeah. Let's go down to the Pokedex entries. Okay. Um, while we're going down, Wyatt, we figured out what my ability was last week. Do you want to tell everybody what your ability is this week? I would love to. So after some careful deliberation, I have decided on Levitate as my ability. And my rationale... Ooh. Yeah, right, right? Like kind of something you wouldn't expect. Um, my rationale for that is that it, it is an ability that some psychic types have. Um, with me being a psychic type and then also i felt like Mm -hmm. it could help if we're ever up against like a ground type like if we somehow get like groudon or something that you know typically would would kind of wipe me out this helps me and gives me an advantage whoa that's actually really rad its body is gaseous and frail it slowly grows as it collects dust from the atmosphere it's it literally says it's frail (laughs) we're gonna have no problem here i love it all i need is a nice um standing fan i guess to defeat this one (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, just set up a fan and just sit there and watch it be blown away into the atmosphere. <laughs> All right, um, I can read Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> in ages past, it was called the Child of the Stars. It's said to be a Pokemon from another world, but no specific details are known. That's actually kind of rad. Cool. I like that. It doesn't make it any difficult or less difficult to beat, though. So, like, doesn't? Yeah, but just some cool, some cool like uh, mythology lore. Yeah. Ultra Sun says, even though it's helpless, gaseous body can be blown away by the slightest breeze. <laughs> it doesn't seem to care. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> yep. Let's get so, our fan ready. <laughs> <laughs> all you need is like a little fan <laughs> you just need one of those things that they like give out at like baseball games yes. like when it's super hot <laughs> honestly like i feel like i wouldn't even want to beat it i just want to get one of those ball canning jars and just capture it in the jar and keep it <laughs> oh my gosh poke a little hole in the lid and blow it into the jar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay ultra moon says uh whether or not it's a pokemon from this world is a mystery when it's in a jam it warps away to a safe place to hide Okay. Oh, there goes the jar idea. <laughs> so <laughs> I do think that makes it interesting of like the idea that I think we could take this thing pretty easily in a fight. It just would be like if we almost knock it unconscious, is it going to try to like teleport away from us? Right. I think it'd have to be another kind of like a one hit KO sort of thing. Like we catch it off guard and just bam, like take it out right then mm-hmm. and there, which I think would be doable considering it's so small and frail. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. How hard do you really need to step on a bug, you know? <laughs> Quote of the day. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I mean, it wouldn't take that much effort. It, you just have to be quick and we're good. Um, You want to read Sword and I'll read Shield real fast? Yeah, that sounds good. So, Sword. This Pokemon came from another universe, which is really funny because in Ultra Moon it says, whether or not this Pokemon came from this world is a mystery. And then all of a sudden the next generation <laughs> we're like, it came from another universe. We figured it out, guys. Well, we figured it out. We figured it out. <laughs> That's funny. Conflicting entries. Anyway, this Pokemon came from another universe. Its gaseous body is so light that even a gentle breeze could blow it away. That's We, we knew that. But anyway, there mm-hmm. we go. I like that. Well, like you can see between the generations that like science is all about coming up with theories and hypotheses and testing them and improving it over time. Right. right. Like you're never we're never always going to know everything. And even like some of our greatest thinkers were wrong at one time. That's true. Like we thought, we all thought that the world um, was the center of the universe until somebody figured out that we revolve around the sun. So like, mm-hmm. we're always going to be um, improving and you can just see that in these entries as well. That's true. It's ever changing. And yeah, you're right. Clearly they did some research and they found out and they, you know, learned from that. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And these are all made by 10 year olds. So <laughs> Sometimes when a grown adult sees what the 10 year old did, they can be like, no, they, they, they did. did. They did. We, we, we know this because of the giant portal that came out into the sky. I'd love to see that. Like a little cut scene where like there's a Pokemon scientist mm-hmm. talking to a 10 year old. Like you tried your best. You, you did a good job. But a for effort. Cosmog is very curious, but not very cautious, often placing itself in danger. If things start to look dicey, it teleports away. Yeah, it it sounds like we'll have no problem with this one. As long as we can uh yeah, we I can don't... sort of have the element of surprise on our side, we should be fine. Oh yeah. I I think I'm even ready to just say I think 
I could kick the crap out of this Yeah, we thing. could destroy this thing. I don't think I'd want to because it is very cute, but we easily could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would like want it to be your little friend and like ride on your shoulder on your adventures, but yeah. no. Maybe it could be like, um, have you ever played uh, the Mystery Dungeon games where after you beat a Pokemon, they like come back and they're like, I want to join your team. You know, I've actually never played those games. Oh, you know what? We were talking about this because when the remake came out, I was all excited for it. And you were like, I never actually played it. They're really fun. Um, it's just a very different, you know, yeah. kind of experience but it's fun that could be a fun experience if we uh like could figure out how to like stream us playing that or something like even fun record it for the youtube channel i like that idea that'll be our second video after the elevator one (laughs) i think we level up i think we level up too nice i think we could take this yeah level eight which means we are three for four which i think is good yeah really i don't know if it says a lot about our um humility that we think we could take every single pokemon but the uh legendary so far but still yeah i don't feel like we're being too unrealistic i think we're considering both sides so i think what's i think it's all right i think we've just got dealt some pretty good cards so far oh yeah besides kyogre and and like you know that we're eventually going to reach something where it's going to be like jake can't do it and wyatt can or something like yeah or vice versa more likely (laughs) Oh, I don't know, man. If we like actually fight like spiders or something, I might be out. Oh, true. Or another sea monster. Oh, another sea monster. God. <laughs> Let's just hope that doesn't happen. I just, uh, fish just fish freak me out in general. That's so funny. It's like the sliminess, and then like the fact that you just can't fight them in the ocean. True. You're out of your you're element. On their home turf. Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I won't like, judge. Like even in the air, there's probably not as many dimensions as in the sea. Yeah, the sea's kind of terrifying. We don't even know what's down there. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get into this again, but I just, no, thank you. I'm sorry. I brought it okay. up. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Our theme song is Voxel Revolution by Kevin McLeod. And our cover photo background was taken by at Chaya69 on Unsplash. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Jake. And I'm Wyatt. And go watch Gilmore Girls. Just such a good, go watch Gilmore Girls and be good to each other. That's, that's what I'm saying this week. I love that. That is the best outro message we've ever had. All right. Love y'all, bye. bye.